This is Vince Rex. Sports Governor will be joining you in a couple minutes. Sports Done Right, the afternoon edition. We'll be right back. ready and get over here right now you're darn tootin'. don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau he's bringing a little color to the voice of minnesota sports talk and worldwide 
His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And we are back. What's going on, everyone? Vince Wright, the sports governor, back at it again, live and direct, coming to you from the situation room here at the lakefront governor's estate here in the great state of Minnesota. Not quite from Lake Minnetonka, as the first lady says in our chat room, but maybe, just maybe one day, we will uh, get to purifier ourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka from the backyard. Anyway, Vince Wright coming to you live and direct again. Oh, man, it has been a very interesting week. A lot of stuff going on on the personal side. Angie, the first lady and the first daughter out of town for a couple of days. So enjoyed a little bit of peace and quiet around the house besides taking care of the dog. But man, outside of that, goes feeling good coming to you on a Thursday afternoon. I want to thank everybody for peeping in here. I had some stuff going on Tuesday night. I thought I was going to be able to get to the mic a little bit later on Tuesday, but obviously that didn't work out. So here we are again coming to you on a Thursday afternoon. So we're going to hang out, talk some sports, you know, play some music, just kind of enjoy the afternoon, get you guys ready for a little later programming here on a Thursday. I think we got spicy coming on a little later tonight as well. So make sure you pipe out spicy conversations. Uh, I want to say what up to some people in the chat room here early. First up in here was flaw 700 from the podcast brothers uh x squad affiliate want to say what's up to him a good show there make sure you guys check out his show he did a real good one the other day as well so nice job all right we also got in the chat room the digital demon the mind behind it all uh he does everything technical wise for the x squad nation websites uh, twitter and definitely trying to up our game there as well so give it up for the one and only and by the way the host of the kicking it with kc show which you can find on x squad affiliates.com our website make sure you check them out kc ingram in the house what up sir and as we have already said here we got the Lovely love of my life, Angie Wright, on her way home right now. So drive safely and say what up to the first lady, Angela Wright. All right, man. So let's get at it here. Lots of stuff going on. Obviously, the final four coming up this weekend. I owe huge apologies. And uh, we're going to get into the final four a little bit later on in the show. But I owe huge apologies to the seventh seeded South Carolina Gamecocks, man. I mean, geez, way to pick that one, Gov. I don't know what happened with that pick. I really don't. But hats off to them in the final four. And wouldn't it be something if we had North versus South the battle for Carolina, just period, Carolina, who's going to take it this year. Anyway, got to welcome another X-Squad affiliate up in here. Behind Closed Doors is his show on Sunday evenings. 
And, you know, one thing that the X-Squad Nation has for you, yeah, we have a lot of sports shows um, on our network, but we also have some relationship shows, some music shows, some things for the, the grown folk, as my parents used to say back in the day. And Man De Leon is the host of Behind Closed Doors. And uh, not only a, a very, very cool brother, I got to meet him down in Atlanta for the Doug Stewart celebration last September. Just a very chill cat, man. So make sure you check him out also on xyaffiliates.com. Man De Leon, thank you for popping in here, my man. What's going down, sir? And before we continue as well, got another X-Squad affiliate member here on Sports Done Right here on Spreaker.com. He is the host of the BS3 Sports Report. Uh, Big Ben, I call him Ben Sutter the third. That's where the BS3 comes from. He's out of Dallas, Texas, and he has a very, very good show. And I'm real glad that I've gotten to know Ben here over the past few months and uh, hopefully touch base with him in person next time I'm down in Dallas, which I'm hoping might be a little later this year as I love the Metroplex. But just want to say what up to Big Ben, BS3 Sports Report. Make sure you're following him as well here on Spreaker.com as well as Mandelion. So, man, lots to get into today. I mean, Westbrook uh, setting triple-double records. We're going to talk about is he the MVP uh, you know, I, I think he may be the MVP, but I know one thing I'm kind of getting sick and tired of ESPN telling me he's already the MVP. You know, ESPN gets on these tangents. They get on these little topics. You know, uh, it's been LeVar Ball here lately. He's been on just about every single ESPN show and made me wonder if maybe they had a deal to get in on that big baller brand that they're trying to get going there. But the latest one has been the Westbrook for MVP. Uh, hard to go against the numbers. I mean, if, if this cat's going to average a triple-double, I mean, that goes without saying. Now, OKC, not too, you know, horrible or not too good in the standings right now, but it is what it is. And uh, as Big Ben is saying out there, just facts, just facts. <laughs> anyway, man, Shelly B has joined us as well. Uh, what up to the lovely Shelly? How you doing? And no, no contract negotiations for me in Dallas. Just uh, hanging out with the first lady, meeting some friends, sipping on some fine mojitos and uh, chilling in the pool, man. That's what the Gov likes to do in the Metroplex. Um, besides get out there, you know, Dallas is is very underrated on the restaurant scene. A lot of good restaurants, a lot of good little neighborhood spots, too especially down in that uptown area that I really like. But, man, uh, if you haven't been to Dallas, it's worth a visit. Okay, so, um, yeah, Westbrook. Westbrook. Got to give it to him. Got to give it to him. Now, the fun part is, does he stay in Oklahoma City? <laughs> That's going to be fun because if, if he departs, just think of it. OKC loses Harden, Durant. And now, possible MVP uh, Westbrook gone out of there as well. So, possibly. But we will see. We will see. Some other uh, NBA news here as well. Oh, we got some big games going off tonight. 
my Timberwolves, for all you Minnesota listeners, we are uh, hosting the Lakers tonight. And uh, Timberwolves 29-44, and 44, not quite the season we were hoping for this year with the talent. Uh, next year is going to have to be playoffs. It's time for this franchise to do something. Uh, the late games tonight, um, interesting one. We got the Rockets playing out at Portland. You know, Portland struggling um, in the West, 36-38. They were expecting a better season as well. And I just, I don't know, man. But anyway, the Portland and the Rockets, Rockets 51-23 and with their MVP candidate, Mr. James Harden. Westbrook, 57 points last night, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying their best to do it for him out there in OKC. And that's the thing, too, is I've heard other on other sports shows and in the media. And again, folks, this is Sports Done right here on Spreaker.com and XYAffiliates.com. Your voice of the upper Midwest and the Big Ten. That's me, Vince Wright, the sports governor. Of course, we talk national sports as well. Oh, Follow me, too, on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. And make sure you hit up Sports Done Right as well on the Facebook page. It's our closed group where we post sports uh, throughout the day, talk sports. You can drop your little two cents in there as well. You can also call, get the number in the chat room, 651-968-0124. What else is going on in the NBA? Everybody's talking about uh, Boston, Cleveland. Let me ask you this. Cleveland's defense lacking. We get that. When it's all said and done, are you going to pick the Boston Celtics over the Cleveland Cavaliers to win the East? Anybody? Bueller? I don't know, man. I just I just don't see it. I, I commend Boston. I like what they're doing out there. Like Isaiah Thomas. Love the way that team has come around because as much as I grew up hating Boston, you got to give props to when that franchise is good. You know, it's like they're one of the franchises that if Boston's playing well, it's just better for the NBA. So I get that. But I just don't see the Celtics taking down Boston in a seven-game series. Not yet. Not yet. Ooh, excuse me. Had to hit the old choke button there for a second. So, yeah, man. Let's see. The um, Flaw 700 out here says Cleveland doesn't need home court. See, now that's a good point, too. I think even, and I think that's what Cleveland is thinking as well. Now, they can't just come out and say that because, you know, social media, Twitter, uh, the ESPN, all the the media would be all over them because that's a pretty cocky move. But I bet you, Flaw, that's exactly how they feel out there in Cleveland, O-H-I-O, Ohio, baby. Because I think Cleveland, and, and why wouldn't they? You know, they came back from 3-1 down against the Golden State of all teams last year. And I bet you that's how they're feeling right now, man. Kings of the world, really? Does it really matter if they have the home field, or excuse me, the home court advantage up in Boston? You know, Cleveland goes and wins game one. It's flipped right there. 
And I know Mandel Leon's an Ohio kid. Oh, let's welcome our main man, Gilliard Rhodes Finest up in here. What's up, GRF? Thank you for joining Sports Done Right this afternoon. I almost said this evening. <laughs> Vince Wright, what's good, my brothers? Yeah, it's been a long time, GRF. Thanks for taking some time to hang out. And let me tell you, oh, and excuse me, the lovely Denise Milk and Cookies as well, ex-squad affiliate. Another wonderful young lady I had the joy of meeting down in Atlanta last September for Doug Stewart's weekend. Denise is a one of the sweetest ladies you ever going to meet, man. She really is. So what's up to Denise down there in Selma, Alabama? Oh, big Ken Shoot is in the house. It's been a minute, Ken. Thanks for coming on by. Ken's a, a regular listener. And my main man, Run CNC out of Columbus, OHIO, Big Ten, Buckeyes, all that stuff. This is the early show, my brother. Uh, Right now we're talking a little Boston Celtics, Cleveland Cavaliers, Run CMC. Do you really think that it matters to Cleveland if they have the home court or not? Flaw from the podcast, brother, says, but LeBron... In the finals for the seventh year in a row. And that says something right there as well. You know, if they do get there. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I just don't think Boston has it. Of course, the Gov could be wrong. Absolutely could be wrong. I know Mandelion's out there hoping the Gov is wrong. So we can talk some more nonsense about them Cavaliers. So we're going to wait and see. But, yeah, um, interesting game tonight. Like I said, Houston. Now, can Houston or San Antonio put a big crimp in Golden State's plans to get back to the final or to final four? Listen to me. Get back to the championship series. Of course they can. But I'm very impressed. Golden State amped up the defense. I think they're the best defensive team now in the NBA. So um, I really like what they have done out there in Golden State. Um, I'm sorry, I was just looking at some stats here. Westbrook has his uh, second triple-double with 50 points or more with last night's game. Again, congrats to him. (laughs) Man, DeLeon, Gov, you wrong. Hold up, wait a minute. Let's put some of that Duluth, Minnesota. And then my main man, boxing historian, boxing extraordinaire, my main boxing contact, him and coach Noy Bramble. But this man out of Duluth, Minnesota. I want to say what up to the one and only RC, Ronald Cameron. What's going on, sir? Give my best to the missus up there, up there in uh, beautiful Duluth, Minnesota on Lake Superior. What's happening, sir? Ah, and here he comes. He is the new Grego in the uh, chat rooms. But he is uh, uh, one cool brother. He's an squad affiliate as well. I want to say what up to Big L by way of Chicago Southside now kicking it in the Little Rock metropolitan area. What's going down, sir? (laughs) 
All right, so RC says on Sports Done Right here this, this afternoon, home court or not, the Cavs will win the East. It won't be easy, but they'll be in the finals once again. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can see it being a little harder. I can see Cleveland. I, yeah, I just, while I said they don't, I don't see Cleveland winning, I, I definitely didn't say it's going to be a cakewalk for Cleveland either. But uh, I think Boston is a year or two away, kind of like when Detroit came up and, you know, they finally took down the hated Celtics and McHale goes over, shake hands with Isaiah Thomas, kind of the passing of the torch. I think Boston's a couple years away from that. And we got the one and only, you can tell it, the, the Cali pride is out when the Laker logo is flashed. He is our main man, Mr. Cedric Galloway, CG in the house. What's up, Big Cedric? Thank you for taking some time, chilling with us on Sports Done Right. On this wonderful Thursday afternoon, kind of cloudy, kind of cool here. We're still waiting up here in the Twin Cities for the true spring weather to hit. Supposed to be up in the low 60s this weekend. And then in the 50s and hopefully warming up next week here. But, man, I cannot wait. I am just dying to get out on the golf course. Uh, by the way, we got the Masters popping off next week. Do not expect Tiger Woods to be playing for obvious reasons, but it is what it is. So, But, yeah, just waiting for the weather to break up here in uh, the great Northland. Now, technically in the standings right now, statistically tied – Cleveland 47 and 26. Boston has one more win at 48, but they also have one more loss. So they are technically tied. Uh, Cleveland, I guess, is number one just in terms of winning percentage points, 644 to 640 over Boston. But oh, by the way, young Washington just sitting out there at 46 and 29, only two games back. Toronto. You know, the team we talked a lot about last year, they're still, they're 15 games above 500. They're 45 and 30. They're only three games back. So who knows? Run CNC, I think their biggest threat out there we go is the Wizards. Both got no D and they both can score. Absolutely. And want to welcome, it looks like Trey Frazier might be joining us, the Trey and Maestro, host of the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Another great show here on Spreaker.com. Make sure you check them brothers out as well. Want to welcome them to the fray here at the Governor's Mansion. Thank you for joining us in the House of Representatives, as we like to say. Ken Shoot, calling it on Tiger. Tiger has two bad knees. One bad back, Viagra is his best bet. <laughs> Damn, Ken. So the top four teams are all within three games of Cleveland and technically Boston. Washington, Toronto right there. So... Playoffs could be interesting. Again, Boston, Washington, Toronto, while very good teams and up-and-coming teams, and really like Washington, too. I think, you know, that franchise, you know, people in my age range, you know, I'm in my uh, later 40s now. Good God. You know, remember back in, what was it, 77 or 78, I think, when the Bullets, the, the, the then aptly named Washington Bullets, 
won the championship. Wes Unseld. And Washington really hasn't been good ever since. I mean, to the point of being a real factor in anything in the NBA. So nice that they're they're selling out down there at the, what is it, MCI Verizon Center, whatever the arena is. It, it's a good market for a pro team. And I hope they continue the progression up. But one of these teams right now, it looks like Boston is just a step ahead. Just a step ahead of Washington and maybe Toronto. Toronto coming off a, a very nice season last year. Playing under the radar this year, but again, only three back. We'll see what happens. Let's take a look over at the West here. And again, this is Sports Done Right. This is a X-Squad podcast. That's right. XSquadAffiliates.com is the website. Make sure you check us out. Golden State, 61-14. Now three and a half games up. Look at that. Look how it's just kind of turned all of a sudden. Last week, uh, about a week and a half ago, San Antonio had caught them, went up a game. But that defensive lockdown of Golden State has really amped them in the absence of Kevin Durant. And they keep scoring. They keep doing what they do. They, you know, they had a little stumble in the first couple games after Durant left, right? But, man, they, they're all good. You got San Antonio second place, 57-17. They're three, like I said, three and a half back. And those ever-popular Houston Rockets are 51-23. and 23. But with Golden State doing their thing, they're nine and a half games back. You know, Utah has had a real nice year as well. They're in the four seed right now out there in the West at 46 and 29. And isn't that something? They're actually a game and a half over the L.A. Clippers. And then for people who want to take shots at uh, Michael Westbrook, there you have Oklahoma City, 43 and 31, a 581 win percentage, 17 and a half games behind Golden State. The sixth seed, they are they'll make the playoffs because the A seed Portland is 24 and a half games back. And then you have Memphis as the seventh seed. So Oklahoma City, you know, they may play San Antonio or Houston. Can Oklahoma City, with Michael Westbrook now in a four to seven game series, can he will them? to a victory that is not expected if it is Houston or San Antonio that Oklahoma City winds up playing. I don't know. Run CNC in our chat room here on Spreaker.com. And again, folks, this is Sports Done Right, a special Thursday afternoon edition. NBA ready for no team in the East except Cavs to make it to the finals. Nobody will watch it if Braun isn't there. And, and that's a very good point, Run. The ever-popular conspiracy theories do come out. Who's going to watch an Eastern Conference championship or a champion in the NBA finals? Boston, Washington, Toronto. Who's going to watch that? Oh, man, we got to welcome the one and only... He is always repping his Alabama Crimson Tide. 
Cool Brother again got to meet him this past September as well down in the ATL at Doug Stewart's fun-filled party weekend. Uh, do not mess with this cat. Do not mess with this man. He is literally a walking wall of muscle. He is three three four Bama boy. What's up, sir? It looks like Bama. Were you on another vacation recently? Look like Bama. I thought I saw some pictures on Facebook where uh, Bama boy was was out traveling again with his lovely wife there. Um, so getting back to the basketball, like I said, Denver's your eighth seed in the West, or excuse me, Portland's your eighth seed in the West. Denver is two games behind them, and uh, that's really about it. And, you know, all the rest of the teams not gonna not gonna matter. Denver is the only team that might have a last shot at that eighth seed. Minnesota, my team has faded off. Sacramento, obviously the Lakers and Phoenix have sucked all season. So there you go. Now, in our chat room, looks like Trey, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're on CNC. You have a point. It's not that the East is bad like everybody says it is. It's that there's no superstar in the East that can upend LeBron. You can make a case at one point that nine of the top ten players in the league played out West, and the only East player in that mix is LeBron. But make no mistake about it, the Cavs' record—excuse uh, me—the Cavs' record is just as the same as the other three teams in the conference. Also, Bama says they did go to Mexico. Looks awesome. Very nice. RC says, let's hope the Michael Irvin sexual assault allegations aren't true. Whew, boy, yeah, let's let's please do that, man. Um, we're going to be coming up in our first break here, but just to speak on Michael Irvin. Oh, man. Now, now, here's the thing, and I guess we have to use these terms allegedly and all this other stuff, but he says he was only in the room with the girl for about 15, 20 minutes. There, there was another gentleman there. And that this girl actually, I don't know if she did hair or, 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 or maybe a beautician type of work, but supposedly told Michael, you know, next time he's in town to come see her over at the barbershop. So, yeah, who knows, man? Um, let's just hope that it's not true. I, I would hope Mike, you know, got his life together. You know, would learn from them things in the past, but who knows? So we uh, use the word allegedly. We're going to let it play out. Uh, Guilty until proven innocent. That's what we always like to say. And one of the mantras that you will definitely hear the gov always throw down as well. So that's what's going on with Michael Irvin being investigated at this time. He's not in jail. He was out on bail, you know, after um, a little bit. So we will see what breaks off there. So again, yeah, so we're going to keep our eyes on it here. NBA here over the next week or so. A lot of big things can happen. But again, in the end, I don't really think that it matters a hill of you know what. If it's Boston in the, in the top seed or Cleveland, I think Cleveland has enough experience, obviously, two champ or a championship. LeBron with, uh, you know, three championships. He has the experience to get him through. That's what we're talking about. Run CNC, once a cowboy, always a cowboy. <laughs> I guess so, man. I guess so. Oh, man. So 
Lots of other stuff to get into. We got lots of stuff on the final four coming up here. Again, uh, my apologies to the fine folks of the great state of South Carolina, uh, the Pal the Palmetto State. Man, I remember I was the one that said, "How did they this number seven seed get to play in their home state the first two rounds out in Greenville or whatever?" But they did. They've turned it on, and now uh, big things are happening for for them. Their coach. Final four bound, looking at a possible championship with the team from the north. And uh, Sindarius Thornwell, I mean, this guy nobody heard of a couple weeks ago. And now this guy might be playing himself into a lottery pick as well. And the high-flying team of Oregon we're going to get into. Ooh, boy, all kinds of stuff coming up here sports-wise. Um, some news for the uh, Minnesota fans on the Gophers front. Um, spring practice has begun a lot of excitement with pj fleck out there pj is uh, finally getting to see his team up close and personal for the first time and so far so good big things happening the recruiting gophers right now are on track to have a top 25 recruiting class if you can believe that or not so props to the Gophers. and by the way Another couple Georgia players coming up north to help us out there as well. So, Bama boy, he has the car. He has the Tar Heels. That's who I picked as well. Even though every single other position of my black uh, bracket is literally blown up, that's what we're looking at. Tony Romo in Dallas. When we come back after the break, we'll talk a little NFL here before we, you know, we will really talk anything you guys want to, but. Now, remember Tony Romo, he was, you know, the doing big things and oh he 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 played it right. He he backed up uh, Prescott. He said all the right things. He was that angel that everybody was loving and I'm sure Ben uh, can check in here with us if he's still listening. Now all of a sudden Romo is pissed. He's ready to go. You know, necessarily can't blame him, but I I just it's is it an infatuation that He's still on the team. Can Jerry Jones just not let go of him? You know, I don't know. I mean, Romo has a $24.7 million salary cap number and uh, is owed $14 million this coming year. Something to think about. I don't know. Run CNC says he picks he picked Gonzaga. We're going to talk about Gonzaga and that program how they have turned the small school that the only thing that was famous about Gonzaga was that John Stockton went there. Nobody had heard of Gonzaga. Nobody even heard of Gonzaga when John Stockton went there, except for the people that drafted him in Utah. And now this school has uh, done something big. But anyway, here we go. Some music. I got a call coming in. I'll be right back. Just face it, it's time for you to face it 
damn good in the skin that I'm in And I'll trade it in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it It's time for you to face it Ashy skin, cracks in the winter in the wind Rockin' extra pair of socks when I'm not rockin' the Tim's Vaseline make my skin gleam like I dip to my chin In the barrel down at Valvoline Bold and beautiful, black like the stones in the gold Used to put the big fist in my throat Ooh. Pop like I'm skeet shootin' Bang, bang, on the beat, keep movin' I ain't grow up with the partridges I grew up with the darknesses Blowing on the tender cartridges Before I recognize the heartlessness That exists in the shallow hearts of men Black like the ink in my pen I'm black like two million men Serving time in the pen Last year I got my picture in the back of the spin This year black back at it again And then, damn good in the skin That I'm in and I'll trade it in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it It's time for you to face it. Damn good in the skin that I'm in, and I'll trade it in for nothing. Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created, just face it. It's time for you to face it. Women talk to hate they face, so they bleach it up, powder up, and scrape. Straight from the mill to the grill, straight back to the land of the lakes. Black wouldn't have it no other way, okay? I'm so dark, yeah, reading and weak. Yeah, I'm so dark, turn the lights off, all you see is my teeth Plus the whites of my eyes, I don't ever want to try and disguise I wear it with pride, as long as I'm alive Lies you've been told to put us on hold Prostituting the soul, the pimping and to anything goes Keep us on the stroll, exposed Rain, sleet, sunshine, 40 below To get them they dough When your dome on swole, past the point you can't get in the dough Your ego go, give me some more And I don't only do this to show I do this so the little girls know They don't gotta strip on the pole to get to their goal Damn good in the skin that I'm in And I'll trade it in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it It's time for you to face it Damn good in the skin that I'm in And I'll trade it in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it It's time for you to face it Man, you so black, man it up. Man, your, your mama so black that uh Man, your hair so nappy that uh, uh, uh Man, your lips so yo, It was a black man and a white man And a black man Ah uh. Pie coals and pimples, black head and dimples, stretch marks, birthmarks, body parts to shrivel. Melanin in my skin, make us crack black jokes with our kin. Have our friends like they at it again. Colonized minds designed to make the dark hate the light aside and vice versa. Sweat it with white curse. Black like a hearse pulling out of the church to put another black man in the dirt. Warm for turf, it hurts like a sunburn. Dark, but I still tan. Make a lot of notes like a steel pan. Pull him up, pulling up, leaning back, aim for the steel can. Mike turned light, but dudes knew he was still. Bad. Black in the epidermis, get your thesaurus, look it up, we from the people of sun, we cooking up, don't need to hang out on the beach, it's out of my reach, and beauty's only skin deep, we're ugly beneath, damn good in the skin that I'm in, and I'll trade it in for nothing, isn't that something, stop hating on the way you was created, just face it, it's time for you to face it, damn good in the skin that I'm in, and I'll trade it in for nothing, isn't that something, stop hating on the way you was created, just face it. It's time for you to face it.
First things first, I'm out. Freaks all the hunters. Dummies, they my bunnies. Hoes getting money. That's the ones I like, cause they only get the pipe. And if they act right, they might get to spend the night. These girlies wanna be with me. These hoes tryna trap a G, but I ain't with it. Money out there, nigga tryna get it. All them bitches at me, I be slipping, I need it. Had my share of
The votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. That's me. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back. Um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Vince Wright, the sports governor. Sports done right on a Thursday afternoon uh, uh, edition, special edition there. It's been a busy week. And uh, had a call that I had to take. Everything is very cool. So thank you for the extended music mix there. Uh, hanging out with the Gov here on Sports Done Right. So good news all the way around. What up, Sexy Denise? Milk and Cookies. Where the Milk and Cookies at? Denise down there in Bama. Tony Romo is still a cowboy. Now, Tony says at this point, he sees himself either playing for Houston or retiring. I think the way his body's been beat up, he needs to look at retiring and hitting that golf course. He's got a very good golf game. He almost qualified for the U.S. Open a couple times. Maybe that's the route, come back as a professional golfer. But anyway... Ooh, I don't know. I just don't know. And I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. I got the windows open here over at the Gov's Mansions. And we got a car alarm going off over on the next property um, about a quarter mile away. So I was a little distracted there. But anyway, so yeah, that's what you're hearing from Romo's end from his agent. I was looking at a story here, CBSSports.com by Joel Corey. And I'll just read from it to go over some of the stats here, some of the money that we are looking at. So Romo has, as we said earlier, $24.7 million salary cap number. $14 million salary is due this year. $19.6 million salary cap charge relating to the bonus portion of Romo's 2013 contract. So there's money all over the place for him. Now, Jones is still holding on to him. Which he can do. But you got the Texans, you got the Broncos. I don't know. I don't know. And for teams who are always in dire need of a quarterback, you know, it's been interesting. You know, we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick here next, but. You know, Romo, is it, is it truly Jerry Jones holding on? Or as opposed to not maybe as much interest for Romo out there. I mean, look, we know how, 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 how bad his body's been beat up. Everybody knows. You know, he, he's getting up there in age as well. He's only won two playoff games. He hasn't led anybody to the promised land. Or even the Super Bowl. Unlike the other quarterback we're going to discuss. But I digress for a second. I want to welcome X Squad affiliate member EZ. EZ does it up in here. What up, sir? <laughs> Official photographer of the X Squad Nation. You can find EZ on XSquadAffiliates.com. 
And if you need any photography done down there in the Atlanta metro area, make sure you check out Easy Photography. He will hook you up. So Run CNC says Romo's really just upset that Cowboys finally have a complete team and he wants to take the team to the ball. GRF, I just wish I was Romo for a week to date Jessica Simpson and his salary. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Oh, man. What do you do? And what type of money is he expecting? I don't know. I agree, Ken. Totally injury prone. That's the great choice, the great debate you need you make when you speak on Tony Romo. So let's see what happens. I don't know, man. I I've 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 never really been a big Romo fan. I've never been a big Romo detractor either. I know he's kind of the good old boy. Everybody loves him down there in Dallas, but he is injury prone. He hasn't done a whole heck of a lot down there in terms of uh, postseason success. We will see. We will see. I don't know. All right. So also, <laughs> Ken says, thanks for agreeing, Gov. Also, I got a text from Angie. How, how are we sounding out there, by the way, people? Just want to make sure everything's coming through clear. She said we were sounding a little chop, chop up, chopped up, a little echoey. That might just be the room that I'm in. Ken, fan of the Whopper Jr., my condolences. Burger King sucks. Badly. Thank you, Cedric. Appreciate that, sir. All right. So, off of Tony Romo's case, Adrian Peterson, all us Minnesota fans, all my Minnesota listeners. It wasn't supposed to happen like this for Mr. AP all day. It wasn't. What happened? He's out there with the guy I'm going to talk about. Actually, let me backtrack because, see, I messed up my list here. Hold up. We got We definitely going to have to speak on Colin Kaepernick. Now, here's a guy, again, who has obviously been, um, you know, cast on on hideaway island because of the stance he took last year with the protest of the national anthem that's all it was and whether you agree or disagree he has the first amendment right to do whatever he wants to do and obviously being an african-american man myself supporting the cause that he was trying to represent but now he can't get a look anywhere as of right now now there's a big argument i think on first take the other day or yesterday as i was flipping channels over him and tony romo now with kaepernick he's led a team to the super bowl 
one play away from getting back to a second Super Bowl, a play away from possibly winning a Super Bowl, and has shown that with proper talent around him, he's all good in the hood. Now his, obviously Harbaugh left, Chip Kelly comes in, new offense. Uh, uh, we are not Chip Kelly fans here in, in terms of the pro coach here. And his career kind of tanks. He's looked good at moments. He's had some nice games, but games that, that don't matter when your team's winning three, four, five games a season. So now he is a free agent. And nobody is taking a look, despite the fact, people, that Colin Kaepernick said that he will not be a distraction this year by standing for the national anthem. Okay, so now he takes that off the table. You're listening to Sports Done Right. He takes that off the table and still can't get a damn look. Oh, man, it is it's tripped out in this league sometimes, man. I mean, a a guy with the proven talent that he has, and I get it. I've had the argument with people, okay? I get it. Frisco has sucked. He has had bad games. I get that. But he doesn't deserve another look over somebody. Who did the Bears just sign as their quarterback? What, Mike Glendon? Is that his name? I don't even know his name. And that guy can go start... Or be signed to to start for one of the most storied franchises in NFL history. And, and Cap can't get another look somewhere. Even by removing the one thing, the protest of the national anthem, he, he, he was willing to take that off the table. And sure, he knows that it's going to be an issue. That's why he's taking it off the table. I think he gets props for, for wanting to do that. And plus, it's up for everybody else now to kind of pick up and and, and move that. Uh, I don't even like using the term protest, just that movement forward in terms of, of that. But that's for another show. But this guy can't get another look is just very irritating. And, you know, it, it, once again, it just makes you wonder, man. You don't wonder. You sit there and go. You know, the plight of the African-American quarterback in the NFL at times. You know, Vince Young, he had the, he finally re-signed with a team up in, in uh, Canada. He's going to be playing with the CFL this year. And Vince Young was arguably playing very well for Green Bay. We know that story. Mark Sanchez, thank you, Cedric. Mark Sanchez, back in Chicago. I mean, come on. Kaepernick can't get a a meeting. Now, one thing that concerns me about Colin as a player is, I don't know if a lot of you have known this, but he's playing dramatically uh, smaller than he was back in those uh, Frisco heydays. He's about 35 pounds smaller than he was back then, they said. So I, I don't know if maybe you know the lack of muscle whatever the case may be playing into it as well but regardless the guy deserves a shot somewhere exactly big l what has sanchez done 
And I was a fan of Sanchez coming out of SC. I thought, you know, he had those couple nice, you know, the Jets had those nice couple years. AFC Championship, all the, everything was looking so pretty for him. And one butt fumble away. It is, it is what it is. So we'll see. Um, we'll see if Kaepernick gets a look. Because there's a lot of teams out there (laughs) that need quarterback help. That is for sure. Um, Angie, the first lady, right, says employers are sick of protesters. You know, but 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 uh, honey, he actually had the support of San Francisco. I mean, you know, it's San Francisco, the Bay Area obviously one of the more or most liberal parts of our country so the that stand you know wasn't like he was going against the the flow there especially in that part of the country big l says uh let's see here some uh, maybe he meant to say some say it's Cap's contract that's scaring teams away. And yeah, you know something? I should have pulled up the numbers on his contract. That much, You know that could be playing uh, into it as well there, Big L. Very good point. But regardless, the opportunity to even rework a contract, to do something, to come in and just the meeting to talk. So we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes on that here as, you know, Time moves by here in this free agency period. For the NFL. For my Twins fans, I had a lot of people getting at me. Gov, why aren't you talking about the Minnesota Twins opening day next week? Gov, what's going on? Well, that's about all that's going on. Opening day next week. It's gonna looks like it's gonna be a beautiful day here in Minneapolis. Probably right in the sixty degree area, low sixties. Sun's supposed to be out, so it'll be a nice day. They'll have a nice sellout as they normally do for opening day in the next game. You know, if the weather holds up, they'll have about fifteen thousand people there. In terms of baseball here in Minnesota, there's just there's there's really nothing happening, and that's why. Not only myself, you you don't hear a lot about the Twins even on local sports stock radio here in the Twin Cities right now because there's just no vibe for them. Young Ho Park, you know, the guy from uh, Asia, Korea comes over. He dings nine, ten home runs. He's going to wind up going to to the uh, minors to start. And that's about the only news right now with the Twins. You know, Paul Molitor, same old. Will they win? You know, will they lose 100 games? Who knows? But it's time for the youngsters on the Minnesota Twins, Byron Buxton and crew, to really start stepping up. That's all. We'll leave it at that. We'll talk Twins in the future. <clears throat> Big L, Caps jersey was a top in the NFL sales as well. So someone likes it. Yeah, you know, people started buying the jersey. Uh, Angie says people are sick of athletes and entertainers opinions, period, play football, act or whatever. Leave your political opinions at the door. Most workplaces don't want to hear it, period. Ooh, Angie. Back to your corner. Angie coming out throwing. 
But a lot of people feel like the first lady, you know, whether you agree or disagree. Can shoot jersey sales don't win ball games. See, there you go. So uh, Trey, the Wild aren't a big deal there in Minigov. Oh yeah, of course the Minnesota Wild are. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, but and speaking of the Minnesota Wild, they've had an awful march where they've gone from being nine points up on my Chicago Blackhawks to now the Blackhawks are up seven or eight points. The Blackhawks are going to win the division. Minnesota now resting their starting goalie, Devin Dubnik, for the next couple games. Signed a a kid that is now practicing with the team right out of college. Also have the backup goalie. And it's going to be real interesting because Minnesota was riding so high most of this year in in the hockey season. Arguably, in my opinion, even slightly better than Washington was in the first half of the season. I thought the Wild were the best team in hockey, just the way they were kicking out goals, even though Washington had won a game or two more. But now, man, they are just in a funk. And you have two schools of thought up here on the Minnesota Wild. Nothing matters until the playoffs. So they've already made the playoffs. And and that's true. It's a new start. But... Now they have San Jose sneaking up on them. Chicago's passed them. Chicago, by the way, has won uh, the last couple meetings here in St. Paul at the Wilds' home facility. So although the Wild dominated Chicago last year by winning all the regular season games, Chicago's back in their head. So, But we'll be talking a little playoff hockeys. I know Jersey Vern, ready. His uh, New York Rangers actually a few games ago came in here and beat the Wild as well. Big L says, politics in the workplace is always a no-no anywhere. Very true first lady. Yeah, I mean, how many times do you think you know somebody, you think you got a beat on somebody, and you might be talking to them a happy hour or just an office conversation, and bam, there it is. This dude likes Trump. This, This person likes Hillary. Oh man, I I I thought you I thought you liked the person I like, and yeah. My problem with discussing politics nowadays is being your sports governor and kind of sidestepping sports here for a second. Is there's the old adage we could agree to disagree. That's what we're not having here today in today's society. It's it's pick a side, and if you believe even one thing from this person, you're an idiot. You believe, you know, you vote for this person, um, you're this, you're that. These broad brushes that people get swiped with, um, that's what's going to come back and get us in the end. But anyway, let's get back to some sports here on Sports Done Right. Um, one thing about hockey, anybody can win it all, no matter what seed you are. Absolutely, Trey Frazier. Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And and this is what I tell black folks too, because obviously we know the the history, you know, and whatnot. It's it's a white game and this, this, and that. Even though there are um you know stories out there that it was Afri- actually um some black folks that started hockey, but um we'll talk about that later. But in all honesty, give hockey a shot during the playoffs. Because here's the thing, 
when it comes to hockey playoffs, because of the way the game is played, there's not a lot of timeouts. There's no, it's the opposite of what we're used to with basketball and football. There's not a lot of t- uh, TV timeouts. The action flows. Um, you know, skaters just don't stop skating and call timeout. So also the game just keeps going and going and going, right? And in the playoffs, when that one goal can make all the difference in the world, and you're on the edge of your seat watching your team, and especially when it goes to overtime, and if it gets to multiple overtimes, that's where hockey can really get you hooked. Again, it's like basketball and baseball. Yeah, the regular season's long. It's 82 games, just like basketball. But get into the playoffs. I'm guarantee you, you may not become a super-duper hockey fan, but you'll probably like it a little bit more than you do. So there you go again, Vince Wright growing up in uh, the great state of Minnesota. Uh, RC says, great point, Angie, and especially if the political opinion supports the current president. (laughs) Just jiving. Oh, man. I'm going to give you a clap for half the country, RC. And then for Angie's side, we'll give you This is a podcast. That's right. Xquadaffiliates.com. Check us out. Spreaker.com. Make sure you follow the show. Sports done right. Just search under that or Vince Wright. And we all good in the hood, man. Yeah, Trey says playoff hockey is great. Absolutely. Big L says, I always tell these people at my job, don't come to me with your politics. I don't come to them with my politics. Yeah, I'm one of those, you know, there's a time and a place. You know, I I just think where we are now, it's a lot harder to even just discuss politics. You know, I've put, you know, I've really put myself out there in this podcast. I've told you I've I've voted for Democrats. I've voted for Republicans and then a lot of people, uh, some independent cats as well. I have volunteer time on Democratic and Republican campaigns. I interned with a moderate governor, Arnie Carlson, here in the early 90s as part of finishing my fine degree at the University of Minnesota. Learned a lot of uh, cool things behind the scenes being an intern there. Um, I, I, it was just a lot of fun. But one thing we could even do back then is opposing sides could sit and have those talks, have those debates. At the end of the day, we're all at the bar sitting around drinking, having a good time. Harder to do today. Harder to do today. We got people deleting people off of Facebook. You've been friends with people for 30, 40, 50 years, man. All of a sudden, somebody votes for Trump. Somebody votes for Clinton or, or George W., whatever the case was. Now everybody want to run and hide. And, oh, I can't talk to you, even though you've been my good friend for 40 years. But you're a conservative. Uh, F you. Uh, you're a liberal. Uh, uh, send Hillary to jail, you know crazy big l says hockey is better in person tv does it no justice that is the key point with trying to watch hockey hard to follow the puck and you're right if you have a good seat in the arena for a hockey game i'm telling you folks give it a shot give it a shot you will be very surprised i think how much you will enjoy it and with more blacks and whatnot even starting to play hockey popeye jones remember popeye jones his son seth jones with the nashville predators 
best junior college hockey player in the world a couple years ago. Now doing big things. Big L says I'm independent. Big L, you know, I've been claiming independent here myself for about the past year or so. Like I said, I've I've been Democrat. I've been the, the black conservative. I think, honestly, my thought process is really just right in between. There's some things that I would say that would piss a whole bunch of people off. There's people, I, things I would say that a lot of people would agree with. But we just got to find a way to, to talk to each other. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Angie says, the Gov's internship was historic. The Capitol will never be the same. I ain't going to lie, man. And then this is the problem, too, with politics. You get a taste of power. Okay. It is hard to give up power, baby. It is hard to give up power. As the sports governor, I know this, but even as an intern, let me tell you something. I had access to the governor's entrance to the Capitol, the governor's office. I would uh, announce the governor a couple times for press conferences. Access to the secret elevator. State troopers looking at me like, how you doing, Mr. Wright? And even though I was with the first lady and we were living together at that point, And I'll be honest with you, the the ladies, oh, so many babes in politics, so many hot women in politics. And power corrupts late nights gone from families, all these hot women around you. Few drinks here, a few th- few things can happen. We get it. We see it all the time. But man, all that, yeah, that it, it was a fun internship because what was going on in Minnesota at the time? They were they were actually looking to possibly take the Minnesota Timberwolves out of our state, send them down to New Orleans. They didn't want to do any updates on the Target Center at the time, and. It was becoming an issue to the point where the Timberwolves were actually um, announced as a new team in New Orleans. But Governor Arnie Carlson, who is a big sports guy, fought long and hard. And it was real nice to see the behind the scenes, him actually going against the legislature to get these funds for this team and by and large keeping our basketball team here. Because that was just a few years after the Timberwolves started playing here again. So now we get an NBA team back and what, you know, you know, 12 years later, 10 years later, they're looking to leave the town. Crazy, crazy. But anyway, a lot of fun behind the scenes. Bama boy, Doug and Gov trying to get beat up by by their wives talking about these women. (laughs) Nah, man. Angie knows. I see she commented there before. Ladies love the Gov. I love putting them on blast. No Clinton incidents for the Gov. Yes, indeed. RC in the chat room here on Sports Done Right says, and for the record, I know a lot of good friends of mine who voted for Trump, and we're still tight. 
But I will admit it led to some interesting conversations. Exactly. And let it lead to the interesting conversations, man. Just And I've said it before here. People, just get out your bubbles and, and talk to people who you may not necessarily agree with politically. Because I still think for most people, and there's bad people out there, and I get that. But for most people, I still think we probably agree on more than we disagree on to a certain extent. And I know people go, oh, Gov, you're so full of it, blah, blah, blah. But I, I do believe that. Bama, the first lady, takes care of all that nonsense, says Angie, right? She does, Bama boy, she does. Angie has uh, been thrown out of a bar going after a young lady who was apparently hanging out a little too close to the Gov. That was back before we were married. Uh, what else? Uh, I, th- I I better be quiet. <laughs> uh, for sake of statute of limitations, the gov better just watch himself. Cam Newton out there recovering after surgery. Wishing him all the best. He should be back. Plenty of time to see if he can lead Carolina back. Big L says, look at the first lady. Yeah, absolutely. Angie don't play, man. And Angie throws a a, a good punch from uh, what I've seen. So don't mess. Don't mess with the first lady of Minnesota sports talk. This girl can throw down. Now we're both trying to get back in the gym, get back in the shape. So she might be able to throw an even meaner right hook once she's a little leaner and trimmer. So beware, beware, y'all. Oh, man, what else we got going on here? So let's do this. Let's get into another break. Listen to a couple cuts here. Um, We got the ever popular sound set concert coming up here. Uh, Atmosphere, Brother Ali, um, a lot of the rhyme series, uh, family of rappers that I've been telling you about out of Minneapolis. And man, let me tell you something. The biggest in it is the biggest hip hop festival in the nation, right here, Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Between thirty to forty thousand every summer. We got Lauren Hill coming up this year, Gucci Mane, few others popping. All of the Rhyme Sayers folks. That's my friend's outfit. Uh, he owns. Uh, I shouldn't. Say, well, I should say he started the largest independent hip hop record company in the nation, Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. Check them out online. And we're going to share some of their artists with you here throughout the show. Um, we got more sports to get into. The Final Four, some other football notes. Um, you know, again, Colin Kaepernick, he can't get a look. But then you got all kinds of people being uh, signed in places like Chicago and whatnot. AP still out there. And now, apparently, AP been working out with Jameis Winston. So now everybody's talking about AP to Tampa Bay. Uh, To my Tampa Bay people out there, Bama, don't you live in Tampa Bay? Is is AP a plus or a minus to the Tampa Bay organization, folks? Think about it. Um, Let's get started here. Brother Ali, check him out, man. One of the baddest rappers out there uh, doing big thing. He was on Sway in the morning here. Um, I think this morning or yesterday, I think it was this morning I saw the tweet. So... More Minnesota rap coming to you here. A lot of good hip-hop up here in the great state of Minnesota. Vince Wright Sports Gov will be right back, and we're going to get into it. Peace. 
Bob Knight. Choke the coaches like I'm Sprewell. They bow into the sayers till they knees swell. I shake the game up worse than single white females. Walk into their car alone, flashing three bills. These little kids are talking about how little I know. Boy, I grab a mic and rock you like you triple five soul with a civilized flow. But if you say my name, I'm like Beetlejuice. Might show up and slap you till your teeth are loose. I've seen the news and will not get lynched by the industry. No will I have an A&R pippin' me, stickin' this thing in me. I sing for free for some years if it's clear to me that if I'm there for my team, they're there for me. For real, I be diligently killing the soliloquies of these millipedes that try to pass themselves off as LMCs. How we've a web of words so intricately that the English dictionary lacks an adjective to fit me. If he want my album, tell him not to fuck with ATAC. He was hating and slugged, told the bitch to send my tapes back. And if I lose my voice, then instead of saying rap, I'll start painting facts on the wall with high Crayola crayon wax. And now rocking with the champion. You know you're in a war that can't be won. You need to stop and understand me, son. Cause I got a pocket full and I can handle it. You're now rocking with the champion. You know you're in a war that can't be won. You need to stop and understand me, son. Cause I got a pocket full and I can handle it. How was it mine but the motherfucking hairy hands? Why you think I tear a man till he can barely stand? I share the land with heads that holler my chorus back. I'll do anything for the cats that show support like that. When I battle, they hold my back. Y'all must be smoking crack. Eyes are screaming, I ain't supposed to rap. Come on, you know you're whack. These Minnesota cats touch down in places where it's dormant at. Bring they motherfucking trophies back. I'm like, big up my man, Optimus Prime. I'm like, what the fuck do rappers got in their mind? I might jump on the stage and start hollering rhymes. Maybe bend your back around and make you swallow your spine. Cause it's clear you ain't seen no one this tight in years. When I sing, I could bring Brian McKnight to tears. I have to consume. Ali capture a room. And before my son was born, I made him dance in the womb. MCs put up your titles, I'll be grabbing them soon. Them faggots are doom. Worse than breathing hazardous fumes. Like, there it is. Yes, now let the magic resume. Yes. You're now rocking with the champion. You know you're in a war that can't be won. Stop and understand me, son. Cause I got a pocket full and I can handle it, son. You're now rocking with the champion. You know you're in a war that can't be won. You need to stop and understand me, son.
It's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. And back we are. Vince Wright, the sports governor. Sports done right. I want to say goodbye to Ken Shoot. Thanks for hanging out with us, Mr. Ken. Come on back soon. We'll be back next Tuesday night. Full shizzle. And Sports Done Right back here at Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. This is a X-Squad podcast.
Yeah, lots of great shows on the network. Very proud, very happy to be with the X Squad doing big things and lots of news coming up or should say upcoming on some plans that we have here as well. So with that being said, we talked about Romo. We talked about uh, Kaepernick. You still got Jay Cutler out there. Who's going to take a shot on him? You think, how do you feel about Cutler? Does he deserve a, another chance somewhere? You tell me. Anyway, lots of things to still kind of pop out in the world of the NFL quarterbacks, man. LeVar Ball. Now he's out there supposedly getting into it with the coach over at his kid's high school. Look, I don't know. I've been all over the place, like I said, on this cat. Good to see a uh, dad that's involved. You know, with his sons. His sons don't seem to have a problem with it. Mom doesn't seem to have a problem with it. But is it becoming a little too much now? When he came out there strutting on that first take set the other day, uh, him and Lonzo, not not Lonzo, it was him. He came out there first, you know, chest out, just strutting away, doing his thing. Is it getting to be too much now, though, peeps? You know, Lonzo, he's still going to get drafted. He's still going to get signed, and, and it's nothing against Lonzo. Or would a team actually pass on Lonzo for fear of having to deal with his dad? I just don't know. I mean, if you're an owner and you got your eye on Lonzo Ball, who I'm still not really sold on as as a, as the complete player, by the way. Good player. Don't don't know if great is 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 what I'd be using. As always, I'm, I'm a little more old school. I would like to see the kid play at least another year of college ball. But I get it. The money's there to be made now. You do what you got to do. But with that being said, our owners looking at this like, look, I don't know how good this kid really is. And there might be some other guy a little further down the line that can do the things that Lonzo can do, but they're not playing at UCLA. And I don't want to maybe deal with Mr. Ball, so I'll go look elsewhere for that player. I don't know. Cedric Galloway, my main man, says he, and I, I, I totally agree with that. He says, Vince, if the Lakers get the first pick, they're not going to pass him up. Oh, of course not. Hometown kid. You know, that's and that's what they're hoping for. And as a Laker fan, Cedric, you know, anything that can get some buzz going for that franchise of ours, I guess I'm kind of down with. But we'll see how the ping pong ball shapes out. But, yeah, I I totally agree with you. It is going to be very hard, to say the very least, for the hometown L.A. Lake show to pass up on Lonzo if they do get the number one pick in the draft. So I I agree, man. 
And Cedric, glad to have you back up in here, my friend. Cedric's always dropping a lot of good hints, and he's always supporting shows when he can. And I just wanted to give Mr. Cedric Galloway some props, man, because he has shown all of us a lot of support and a lot of love. So thank you, Cedric. Appreciate that. All right, I got a message on uh, Twitter here from my main man, Mike, in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, suburb here. Actually, where the Vikings training facility is for the moment before they move into their new training facility in Egan, Minnesota, another suburb here. But he says, Gov, I, I know you've talked a little bit of AP before, but what do you think now? With him working out with Tampa Bay's quarterback in Tampa Bay. And we've talked about this. And I don't know if Mike's listening live. But, yeah, we talked about this, Mike. Hey, I I really don't know a lot about Tampa Bay's running back situation. But, again, for AP, it's just going to be, can you come from all the money you thought you were going to make down to 2 to $4 million a year? Because that's where the market's going to be for him. You know, people say Adrian at this point's a two down back. I don't know. I think, you know, AP's a freak of nature who I still think has a lot of big plays, a lot of big runs in them. But we will see. Denise Milk and Cookies, lovely ex-squad affiliate. That may be a great look for LA to have a hometown player on their team. Yeah, absolutely. Cause and, and here's the thing. Again, sports done right. As a Laker fan, you're thinking now's the time kind of to strike on something. The L.A. Clippers suck. They're not going to do nothing. They're not winning any championship. Matter of fact, uh, Griffin may be gone next year, and you may start to see the, the, uh, the dissension of that team that has provided us with a lot of great alley-oops, that has given us a lot of great slam dunks and highlights over the years. But hasn't really done anything in the playoffs. No, we've and I've asked people. I've had a uh, VJ Wright on. I've had other people on from Los Angeles, saying you know as I've, I, I hear rumors that the the younger side of LA are, are more Clippers fans at this point. But it's always going to be an LA town, a LA Laker town, man. We know that. We know that. It is always going to be an LA Laker town. So if they can strike with a, a drafting Alonzo Ball or getting somebody to bring some excitement in there, now that you got Jim Buss out of the scene, Mitch Kupchak's gone, Magic Johnson back running the show. Just like Denise Milk and Cookie said here in our chat room, that may be a great look for L.A. Let's hope so. The other thing is, I think Jeannie Buss wants it back. I think she wants to get it back. Uh, they're the they're the show. They're the event in town, and and get back to making sure the Staples Center is is, is filled with good basketball from the Lake Show. Magic Johnson is going to be there, sitting courtside. Having his hooks and now the LA Dodgers and the Lakers. Magic, man, Magic Johnson running Los Angeles. 
I mean, what a dude, man. I mean, you know, the guy has a Hall of Fame career going, catches the virus. At that point, when he gets the HIV, that's back when people are dying within two, three years. So now we all think Magic Johnson's going to be dead in three years. Tops. The guy keeps working out, spends his money, finds probably a cure for this stuff to the point where he's led the life he's led, become a business mogul, owns, has literally hands in everything from Starbucks to owning TGI Fridays to ownership in the Los Angeles Dodgers, Lakers. I mean, where does it end for this guy? Theaters. <laughs> Kesey said it, man. Magic has the magic pill. Really does. Really does. And I'm glad he does. He's, he's a good guy. You know, got caught up in the L.A. lifestyle. He's admitted it. He's, he's told you the story. But here, living to tell the tale or tell. And doing some very big things in the world to the point where he's approaching billionaire status. Denise says, yeah, magic was cured long ago. Denise says she's a Lakers fan. Of course it's a Lakers town, but they do need to create a big buzz in order to fill seats. Exactly. You know, one of my good friends who moved out to Los Angeles, been living out there for a long time now. His daughter is uh, one of those junior clipper dancers. You know, when the kids come out, they dance to hip hop, all that stuff. And so he's always giving me grief from the clipper side of town. And he's always talking about how it's kind of a changing vibe out there. And the younger folks are a little bit more behind the clip joint as opposed to the Lakers. But I think that that will change. And, whether it's Lonzo Ball or or something that Magic and Genie Bus can come up with to get some excitement back out there to get that player, you know, I don't know actually, and we'll look into this obviously as the playoffs kind of commence, but see who's going to be a free agent. Be interesting now with Magic out there if he can lure some big names to sign, and of course David Stern, man, by the way, still. That, you know, him denying the Chris Paul signing, which I still don't get to this day. That's the other thing that kind of ticks me off. Big L says magic can't save the Lakers. We're going to find out. All right, Vince, right here. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Follow Sports Done Right on Facebook at Sports Done Right, my last name, W R I G H T. And please make sure you're following us here on Spreaker.com as well. Create yourself an account. It only takes a couple minutes. Follow us. Make sure you, when you do follow us, you're going to get notified electronically whenever our show is live and on the air. So, and beyond that, you can always listen on demand. That's the great thing about Spreaker. So if you can't catch us live, you can catch us on your schedule. 
Also found at xsquadaffiliates.com as well. This is a podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cedric Galloway says D'Angelo might get moved in the offseason. He feels too entitled because he was the number two pick. He sulked the two games that they had him coming off the bench. Yeah, exactly. So um, Lakers, regardless, are going to be making some changes. You know, Magic's already got his eye on a few things, I'm sure. And that team is probably going to look a lot different than it does now. And that is a good thing because as I pull up the standings here in the West, you're now, I mean, come on, Los Angeles Lakers, they're dead last. 21 and 53 in, in La La Land. Nah, that, that don't suffice, sir. RC out of Duluth, Minnesota, my main man up there on the North Shore, says Dan Gilbert wrote an angry letter to Stern complaining about the Paul trade. And we all know what happened after that. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Some, some bullshiggity. Bullshiggity. But he's right. The rest was history. And you know, Lakers never really the same once that trade was denied. And, you know, Kobe can only do so much. They had but riddled with his contract as well. Oh, boy. It was it was huge. It was huge. Anyway, let's pause for a moment. A little station identification. We don't take orders from super fools. We give them. Exco, give it to you. Any and all resistance will crumble. Nonsense. There's never been a threat. Squad. Couldn't handle. It is the purpose of the Squad. To align our infamous forces against the powers of good and defeat them, leaving us the rulers of the world. No tricks in 86, it's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show, Monday through Friday, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk, it's guy talk, it's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show, one half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? And big shout out to Doug Stewart, by the way. We will be back on SME, or excuse me, WSME shortly. We're going to be doing a show. Uh, I did say probably the Tuesday night show, but who knows if there's an opening in the schedule, we may look at something as well. And also, by the way, I will be doing an edition of Ringside with Vince Wright on the IE Sports Radio Network this weekend. I'm not not sure yet if it's going to be Friday or Saturday night, so keep an eye on the Sports Done Right chat room and Facebook. Uh, I'll send it out via Twitter as well. But again, we're going to... Uh, have a little boxing talk here on Ringside with Vince Wright on IE Sports Radio. Again, check out my homies, xsquadaffiliates.com, and follow us all. All these shows, by the way, on Spreaker.com as well. So, Big L, Denise, don't you talk about them Bulls? Oh, yes, the Chicago Bulls. Uh, a chat for a different day. 
Cedric says the Lakers have been horrible for four straight years and the Clippers still couldn't take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, now the Lakers are going after the Clippers because the Clippers cover up the Lakers' banners and the retired jerseys when it's a, a, a home game of the Clip joint. And I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you, you kind of playing in the Lakers' house. You know, the seats are purple. Uh, I don't know, but you know, I mean, I get it from the Clippers standpoint as well. I mean, it's a home game for us. Why do we want all this Lakers paraphernalia up there? But you know, and Cedric, you tell me because years ago, the Clippers had the opportunity to play out at the pond or I, I don't know what the name of the arena is now where the Anaheim ducks play out in orange County out there next to Disneyland. Um, I don't know Honda center. Now I think it might be called and they could have been the, the darlings of orange County and then the Los Angeles Clipper fans out there, but they chose to play downtown. Now it seems to have worked for the most part. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Cedric or anybody else that knows the LA situation out there, Because obviously, if you're driving to Orange County from Los Angeles, you know, depending on that wonderful LA traffic, you know, you'd be talking an hour's drive. Depending on where you're coming from in LA. So that's always something to consider. So I see why they wanted to play downtown in the Staples Center. I don't know. I thought that maybe the teams would have had a deal for something like that worked out. But I guess I was wrong, so. Yeah, just something fun popping up there. Uh, Big L says, true, Cedric. I thought the Clippers would talk over L- or take over L.A. But no, Clippers still can't win the big playoff series. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. With that being said, let's transition as we start previewing the final four. Got Carolina, North Carolina, that is, going up against third seed Oregon Ducks. Shucky ducky quack quack. And they finally made it. The Zags, Gonzaga, baby. Number one seed out of the West, taking on the surprise team of this tournament, the South Carolina Gamecocks, with a all of a sudden stifling defense, by the way. And they will be playing, um, let's see, uh, they, I was looking, they are the first game. Final Four is out in uh, one of America's great cities, Phoenix, Arizona, the Desert Oasis. Always have fun when I'm out there in Phoenix visiting uh, friends, getting some golfing in, spring break with the family a couple times out in Arizona. So always have a good time out there, especially escaping the Minnesota winter. So, but I think they are going to have one of the better final fours. I think this is going to be a lot of fun for a whole bunch of different reasons. I really do. I mean, the, this defense of South Carolina, Gonzaga finally breaking through and getting to the final four. North Carolina, the 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 blue blood 
program here, number one again, taking on the high flyers of the University of Oregon. I've been, I, I've, I've told you about Oregon all year. I've been very impressed with what they were doing out there. So I, anybody can win it. <laughs> exactly, me and Big L right on cue. Anyone can win it. Big L says UNC cheated my Arkansas team. Uh, BS. Arkansas will be back, though. But yeah, man, it is going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You know, we have three other teams that haven't been there in basically forever. Outside of North Carolina. You know, we're used to the Blue Bloods, the villain, you know, Villanova there last year, Duke, Kansas going out. But it is what it is. A lot of West Coast fans very happy for Gonzaga, the small school out in Spokane, Washington. And, you know, Mark Few has done a, a, a lot of amazing things out there for that program. He's been there forever. Um, and it's very interesting because he's been at Gonzaga for a total of 28 seasons, 18 as a head coach and 10 as an assistant. Um, and this is a quote here. And I think this story is from CBS.com. Few said, if the school didn't share the same vision as us in making Gonzaga a national program that he would have left. I always cringe when I hear someone say they don't want to try to do it somewhere else. So he was all about turning this small, small school into a national program. He didn't want them to kind of be the team that had a run here a year or two and and not, not do it. But man, Oregon is no joke. As Big L says here in the chat room, but Gonzaga very impressive. A lot of people don't get to see him play as they're out there in the West Coast Conference, especially if you're on the East Coast. You're usually in bed at that time. But man, and then you go over to the South Carolina side, and we talked about him before. Sindarius Thornwell, out of nowhere, now the guy is is the it player in the tournament for South Carolina. Now, from this story, here's a quote from what Florida coach Mike White called Thornwell. Uh, He called him the most underappreciated player in the country after his Gators lost to South Carolina in the Elite Eight. But, um, you know, but again, Coach Few from Gonzaga, you know, talking about how really anybody can win this tournament. And I I just have to agree. I'm looking through my notes here and, and, you know, Hell, man, stats, all this stuff pretty much out the window at this point. Who wants it? Who wants it more? I'm still leaning. I had, excuse me, I had North Carolina winning it in my bracket. Still standing by that pick. I still think the Tar Heels are the team to beat, but they can be beat. And I cannot wait for this Oregon game. Um Right now, the line out of the LV Las Vegas has Carolina by five. I think that's a very true line. You know, not that we encourage gambling here on Sports Done Right. Again, that's for entertainment purposes only. Please uh, bet what you can afford to. 
But I think that's a very fair line. Um, they are the second game next week out there in Phoenix. So, you know, this is just, this is going to be a good game as well. And what can you say about North Carolina people? Now, Oregon is always kind of switching up their defenses, adjust very well. How does NC handle that? Time for Joe Barry, the second, to come out as well. Now, this uh, the notes here that from this article. They say Justin Jackson is North Carolina's best player and was deservedly named All-American for the Tar Heels this season. But North Carolina goes as Joe Barry, the second, goes. And he rolled his ankle in UNC's first-round wind over Texas Southern and shot three for 21 in two games during the first weekend one of which was a near upset at the hands of, that's right, Big L's Arkansas team. When he was back near 100%, he had 26 points on 8 for 13 shooting in a beatdown to number 4 seed Butler in the Sweet 16. And I very much agree with that. Joe Barry's the heart of that team. As he goes, they will go. And I think that he's ready to answer the challenge this weekend. Now, Oregon, boy, they got some high flyers. They're going to be all over the place. They're going to be throwing jams, running all over the court. It's going to be interesting. Gonzaga, South Carolina. You know, Sidarius Thornwell, as we just talked about. Um, He's averaging 25 points in this tournament. Uh, A a total uh, beast on the defensive end. Like I said, he's playing himself into a lottery pick. Um But look for him to do very nicely on the offensive side as well. And as as bad as decent or great as he's been playing, excuse me, on defense, I think for him to take down Gonzaga or for South Carolina, that's one of the things he's going to have to really ante up on the offensive side of the ball as well. Now, on the Gonzaga side, none of their guards are taller than 6'4". Um, that might be an issue for them. Um, one of the other thing is what can Gonzaga do against South Carolina's defense? You know, they're used to playing in the West Coast Conference. This Carolina defense has been stifling. And how can they adjust? You know, That's another thing you want to keep an eye on, people. Big L in the chat room says, no great loaded teams anymore in college basketball. Too many one-and-done players for super teams of yesteryear. Very good point, Big L, because that's the thing. These teams that outside of your Kentuckys and a couple other teams with the one-and-done type players – you know, it's been a team like uh, Wisconsin or some of these, as we used to call them, mid-majors, teams that had some juniors and seniors. You know, this Wisconsin team that just tapped out here, you know, they had three, four very good senior players. Experience, veteran leadership, 
it does matter, but in today's world of one-and-done basketball players, it is what it is. And while I totally agree, you know, like, like I just said, I, I wish Lonzo Ball would stay another year. I, um, you know, Minnesota's Mr. Basketball, Tyus Jones, when he went to Duke and won the championship in his first year, I wish he would have stayed at Duke another year. But when you got money on the table to make, make it happen now, I mean, look, I can't blame these kids. Somebody comes and says, hey, you're going to make a few million for, you know, three years of work, four years of work. Can't blame them. But, yeah, I hear you. Getting Vince right, sports governor, sports done right. Oh, man, so many, many, many big things going on here in the world of the Final Four in Phoenix, Arizona. A great town if you can get there. So what are we looking at? Vegas kind of broke it down here. Most likely matchup out of Vegas is, uh, in terms of current odds is going to have North Carolina playing Gonzaga for the championship. Um, so taking that right now, the Tar Heels, and again, people getting ahead of themselves here, but as of right now, they say North Carolina versus Gonzaga in scenario one. North Carolina would be a two-point betting favorite over Gonzaga right now. Also, here's the second scenario, the Battle of the Carolinas. That's right. South Carolina is able to win their game. North Carolina is able to win their game. Um, They're looking at, wow, they're saying that might be an even bet game right off the bat there. Pretty much a pick them. Interesting, interesting. Or no, excuse me, I'm sorry. I messed it up. North Carolina, seven and a half point advantage. Of course, that makes sense. So they would have North Carolina winning or the favorite to win in either scenario, as we just said. But again, don't sleep on Oregon. We've talked about them all year. What they're able to do on both sides of the ball out there. Um, they're, They're kind of below the radar right now. Not a lot of people talking about them. But do not sleep on Oregon. Cedric Galloway says, if they tell you we got $4 million a year for your salary and another 4 to $8 million in endorsements, you got it. Thank you. You got to take the money. Frank Mason, player of the year for Kansas. I had Kansas in my final four, but of course that didn't happen. So CBSSports.com, national player of the year, senior point guard Frank Mason the second, With Oklahoma's Buddy Held earning the honor last year, the Big 12 can boast the nation's best player in consecutive seasons. Mason earns the honor largely because of his consistency and clutch play. He was more fun to watch, more statistically valuable to his team, and more dependable on every on an every-game basis than any other player in the country. Kansas won 31 games this year. 
with Mason being the catalyst. Uh, he is originally from Petersburg, Virginia, by the way. He averaged 20 points, 5 assists, or excuse me, 5.2 assists, 4.2 rebounds. Upped his points average by 8 compared to last year. Improved his percentage uh, from the field from 43 to 49. And uh, improved his 3-point percentage from 38 to 47% as well. So congratulations, Frank Mason. Big L says, Vince, players develop in the NBA now, not in college like they used to. That is true. Name the player that dominates coming straight out of college basketball. I'll wait. Laugh out loud. No, you're right. You're right. Oh, the Chief Rocker X-Squad affiliate has joined us. What is up, Chief Rocker in the house? (laughs) Says driving. You are lucky. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Well, Chief, we're actually going to be wrapping up the show here soon. Uh, We've been on for a couple hours here. And again, Vince Wright, Sports Governor. I just wanted to kind of get in where I fit in. Wasn't able to make it on later Tuesday evening as I thought I was going to be able to do. Um, Here I am now. We got some, I think, Spicy Conversations is on the schedule later tonight. We haven't heard from Spicy in a minute. So, uh, again, check xsquadaffiliates.com. See if Jersey, Jersey might pop on today as well. Had another fun show last night, the Lonely Hearts Cafe, one of them nice uh, adult relationship shows here on our network with Mr. Christopher Tracy and the Deacon hosting there as well. A lot of fun talk with the ladies in on that show. And let's get back to the chat room here. Everybody saying what up to the Chief Rocker. Yeah, Big L already going in on Jersey Vern and his sorry ass Knicks. What you gonna do in New York, Chief? I mean, we we've talked about it before. I I don't know. Will Phil Jackson be there next year? Does Phil find a way to get out of this mess he created? I don't know. But yeah, Chief Rocker. <laughs> Your Knicks are sorry. And that's coming from a Timberwolves fan, homie. So, but yeah, can't wait for the Final Four this weekend. It's going to be some nice weekend up here. Might get some grilling done, do some ribs or something, smoke some ribs for the Final Four. It's been a minute since I've done my world-famous Northwoods baby back ribs. Unlike Ninja's ribs. I I see you, Ninja. What did, but Jersey, what did, what did he say? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jersey put sauce on the ribs. Ninja don't like that sauce. Sauce on side. Sauce on side. Oh, man. All right, what else we got going on here? Not a whole lot. Baseball talk upcoming in a few weeks. Again, we got opening days coming next week. Looking for my Cubs to repeat, but I'm sure uh, we got Jersey out there. Ready for his Yankees to reclaim their stardom. Ain't going to happen, but I'm sure. Big L, Chief Rocker don't watch college basketball. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. I know I, we ain't got no Empire talk going on in here, Denise. I missed that Empire was on. Oh, yes, Empire. 
I can't wait for Power to get back on, though. I cannot wait for season three of Power. Tommy gonna get ghost. I love that show. I, I really do. Oh boy. Anyway, folks. Um what else we got going on here? It's such a chill afternoon. It's not it's not sunny. It's very cloudy here. And the fine folks of Minnesota need some sun, man. It's been too cloudy. We need this weather to break so we can get outside and start enjoying our time. And the Gov can get back on the golf course, to be perfectly honest with you. Bama says he knows his Braves won't do anything this year. I'm right there with you as a Twins fan, Bama. Um, but you guys got the new stadium at least, so... You know, they'll they'll draw out of that. Just, you know, people going to check out the new complex over there in West Cobb County. But, man, outside of that, I just don't know. It's going to be another down year for the Braves. Wonder, wonder, I think the Pirates would do okay this year as well. Um, South Carolina, very happy with Frank Martin and what he's doing for his team in that Final Four. And again, because I, I talk crap in the beginning, but there he is. Married to a black lady, by the way. I put a fun little story on Sports Done Right. He, he asked his wife out seven times, Frank Martin said, before she finally says yes. So uh, 51 years old. Wow, just a few years older than me. But. Congratulations on what he's able to do and to bring some much needed, you know, eyes to the South Carolina basketball program. It's always been football down there for the Gamecocks. It'll be interesting now to see if Coach Martin can now build upon this this success. Win, lose, or draw. Well, there is no draw, so win or lose. Be real interesting to see if he can continue this now. Because who was talking South Carolina basketball this year? Nobody. He's got a great story. We'll see. And he's he's one of those coaches. He, you know, he he has those coaching looks and and just everything. So, congratulations to him. See if he can continue the success and turn around a very um, stagnant up until now Gamecock basketball program. Chief Rocker, his Yankees open Sunday down in Tampa. There you go. Twins got Kansas City coming in next week to open up here in the Twin Cities. And there's another team, Kansas City world champion a couple year, a couple seasons back now. Can they get back in the mix after the Cubs go, Cubs go? You know, won the World Series this past year. And speaking of the Cubs, now the pressure's on. Uh, or is is the pressure off? No more curses, no more billy goats, no more black cats, no more lovable losers in Wrigleyville. They are the defending champions with a lot of that team coming back, and it would be very interesting to see if they can get it going again. Uh, NBA tonight, Brooklyn and Detroit, Chicago and Cleveland, my Lakers and my Minnesota team, Phoenix and the Clippers, and Portland and Houston are the late game. 
as well. Venus Williams is playing tennis tonight against the, she's the 11th seed going against, uh, let's see here, the 10th seed. And I believe this is out in Miami, Florida, the ATP Miami Open. And she is in the semifinals playing Joanna Kanta. Um, and then the other semifinals down there in Mocha's Miami, Florida, uh, Car- or excuse me, Carolina Pliskova against Carolyn Wozniacki. And Wozniacki used to be the girl of Rory McIlroy. And, oh, they're actually playing, and Wozniacki is already won. So she won in two sets, 6-1, six, 6-1, one, six, one, and sets 2-3. and three. She lost the first set, 7-5. Come on, Venus, you can do this. You can do this. It, boy, that'd be real nice to see Venus back in a final um, against a top player like a Wozniacki. And maybe she can eke out one more title. Wouldn't that be something down in Miami? They live down in Miami. South Florida is home for the, the Williams sisters. So go ahead, Venus. Best of luck to you. Three three four. Bama boy says the Braves' new stadium is like a person putting on new clothes and haven't washed in two weeks. New on the outside, but still a hot, funky mess on the inside. Yeah, man. I you know I I I drove by your stadium or Turner Field, whatever it's going to be called now. I don't know and. I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this a while ago on the show. It seemed like a good location right off the freeway. It looks, it always looked like a nice stadium, you know, built for baseball. I I didn't get it, but I don't know the inner workings of the Atlanta metro area and the politics about, you know, what stadiums are where and all this type of stuff as well. So, um, SunTrust Field, Kesey says, is that the name of the new stadium? Wow. SunTrust Field, interesting. Or is that the name of the old stadium where Georgia State's going to be playing football down there? And speaking of stadiums, as I digress for a moment here talking college basketball, Oakland, once again, I guess official again, going down to the LV, Las Vegas, Nevada. And let me tell you something, man. There's there's still a lot of questions out there on if this can work or not. And I think it can, but you got to realize what you're dealing with. You'll hear numbers thrown around the the city down there in Vegas, the metro area, 2 million people, uh, so on and so forth. Very transient population down there in Las Vegas. That's something to keep in mind. You don't have a lot of uh, people that have grown up there and stayed there and were raised there. It's a very transient population. You do have a lot of obvious hotel money behind the scenes. And if you can find a way to just get all the hotels to get in there and buy some suites and take care of the suite angle of this and really work on it. Vince, get it right. That's Turner field. As the chief rocker says, that's what I was saying, sir. Um, is it still going to be Turner field as Georgia state plays there? Let me know in the chat room, but you know, the, the stadium, at least the drawings that they've shown for this Vegas thing with the clear ceiling, obviously the first few weeks of the season, you're still going to have that desert heat. People have talked about the tailgating aspect, 
when it's going to be nearly 100 degrees, possibly a day or two over 100 degrees. But remember, you can have a couple home games. You're not going to be playing every single Sunday in September in the first part of early October at home. And once you get into October, that's when the temperature usually starts dipping to more moderate levels out there in Vegas. So I think it can work. I, you know, I've talked about it before on my show. I, I know a lot of people that live in Vegas. I know there's a lot of regular fans that are already in Vegas. All the California transplants seem to be Raider fans when it comes to their NFL allegiance. I think it can work. It's going to take a lot of thought behind the scenes because it's a different population. It's a different work base. You have people that work very odd hours out there in Vegas. You know, I heard Colin Cowher talk about this on his show. He used to live out there in Vegas and worked out there for a while. He knows, you know, you got a lot of people that work second, third odd shifts, two in the morning, 10 to 10 in the morning, just all kinds of craziness. Cedric says if they can tailgate in Phoenix, they'll be all right. Absolutely. That's my point. Trust me, they will be all right. If you live out there in Vegas, you can cope with it. Bring the awnings, make sure you're covered from the sun, and they'll be just fine. They live out there. They do all kinds of other stuff in in the heat out there. They live there. They'll be just fine. And, and also, we talked about the visiting team aspect. Your team plays in Vegas. Hey, man, when you come from Minnesota, you now got a vacation planned around the Vikings game. You know, you go out there Sunday. Okay, folks, we can leave Monday, Tuesday, spend a couple days out there, take it in the game. Man, that's going to be probably one of the home team's biggest issues is dealing with the visiting crowds that are going to be coming to check out their teams. You know, for the most part, Vegas is still a very, um, depending on where you live, you know, here in the Twin Cities, you can usually get a good fare for airfare out there to Vegas. Hotels, usually pretty cheap, depending on where you want to stay, how you want to do it. So... I, I think it it could work. It just has to be planned properly, lined up with the right financial backing out there. And if you can get that city on point, because here's the thing. Economy goes south. People stop going to Vegas. Hotel rooms don't get filled. You got issues. That's what the town lives off of. And if you're asking people to buy the season tickets, well, there you go. All right, folks. Well, I'm going to wrap up Sports Done right here. Um, Got some things I got to take care of. But I wanted to thank you all for hanging out with me. Uh, Vince Wright, done a nice, almost, well, we almost been on for two and a half hours. I want to thank you all for popping in here, taking time out of your busy schedules to check me out. Make sure you go to xsquadaffiliates.com. Kicking it with Kesey. We got Jersey Vern. Uh, we got the wrap-up show for Big Ben on Mondays. And Ben does his thing. Ben Suddeth, BS3 Sports, uh, the Queen doing all the music. I mean, so many shows to get through at this point. Uh, Nathan Ivy in the mornings out of Cincinnati. I mean, everything is happening big time for us. So make sure you check out xsquadaffiliates.com. 
Um, tonight, I again, I haven't heard from Spicy. I don't know if she's going to be on, but she's usually on our Thursday night lineup. Put the kids away for spicy conversations. And again, make sure you check us out. This is a podcast. And our shows that are now going over onto WSME. Um, make sure you catch us there as well. And lots of big things happening as well. So again, everybody, thank you so much. Have a great day. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. Sports Done Right on Facebook, W-R-I-G-H-T. And make sure you check out xsquadaffiliates.com and Spreaker.com. Follow these shows, baby. All right, y'all. Have a great Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I will be back next week. Oh, I'll be back this weekend. Ringside, i.e. Sports Radio. Keep your eyes out for the notifications. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.